The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Our first report tonight is contains details which will be upsetting, I think, to many people. But this is an important story to talk about, which leave Manchester United in a position as to what does it do with Mason Greenwood, its former England footballer, a young man who, of course, was the subject of the most serious allegations. We're joined by two people. In a moment, we'll talk to Nolene Blackwell, the Chief Executive of the Dublin Ray Crisis Centre. But first, Kieran Cunningham, Chief Sports Writer of the Irish Daily Star. There have been developments on this story in the last couple of days. A statement from Manchester United in response, it seems, to a major exclusive in The Athletic. Tell us what's going on at present, please. Yeah, that, that story, um, Adam Crafton of The Athletic had been working on this story um, and he had got, uh, you know, he had reason to believe that United were going to re-employ, uh, no, that Mason Greenwood was going to be back in the Manchester United first team squad and they were going to, re, you know, they were going to look to play him uh, this season. And he did what any reporter should do, and he, he, you know, he put it to United, and that seemed to uh, hasten the issuing of a statement, uh, to, to, which seemed to be kind of designed to scupper this story. But um, there's been a lot of nonsense come out of United about this, and a lot of stuff that uh, uh, poses serious questions. That originally, you know, the talk was that they were going to run this by the women's team, and that was delayed. Or the three of the women were at the Women's World Cup. So this is Manchester the Manchester United United women's team. That yes, three of the Manchester United women's team were at the World Cup with England. So they were going to wait until they came back and run it by them. And some people thought this meant that they were giving them the decision, which would have been madness. Like the average salary of those female players at United is 70000 sterling a year. You know, the chief executive is in two million a year. Eric Ten Hag is in 160,000 a week, the the United manager. So surely it's, it's people in senior managerial positions that should take this, make this decision. But 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 also I thought it was it was bad form because it it it, it, it implied that this was a woman's issue. That men shouldn't really, that men didn't really care what Mason Greenwood did. That we just have declared with a woman and we'll be okay. But this is. A big problem. I, I find it interesting. Could you, you run back the timeline Jackson. for us, Kieran, please, as to when these allegations first came up, when he was first charged and bailed and suspended by Manchester United, and then when the police said they were not proceeding with the charges? Yeah, well, uh, in January 2022, he was accused of assault by his girlfriend in a series of posts on social media. Uh, she put up images of herself uh, with uh, bloodied and bruised, and she put up videos and tape uh, recordings of him th- seemingly threatening her. And uh, after he, he was suspended by United later that that same day, that was 30th of January 2022. Uh, on 1st of February, you know, which was shortly afterwards, he was um, he was arrested in suspicion of sexual assault and threats to kill. Uh, Nike then suspended the relationship with him, as did EA Sports. On 2nd of February, he was re- released on bail. 15th of October, he was arrested for breaching, allegedly breaching his bail conditions. And then we move on to February of this year, when the CPS dropped all charges, citing the withdrawal of key witnesses and, quote, new material that came to light. Um, but like, just to, to make that parallel with the Paddy Jackson thing that you mentioned, uh, Matt, they're similar in that the, the reason Paddy Jackson doesn't play rugby in Ireland is because of the, subject, of the content of the WhatsApp messages. 
and that the IRFU, and there was pressure put on the IRFU, that this was unacceptable, that somebody who talks like that about women would be allowed to play. The videos and, are very and sorry, similar. And, and sorry, just to clarify there again, despite the fact that Paddy Jackson was found not guilty in his trial in Belfast, the evidence yes. was such that a decision was made by the IRFU and apparently with a sponsor approval that he should not continue to be employed by the IRFU or by any of its provinces. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, no, he was cleared. And it's similar in that this, you know, the the CPS have dropped the charges against Greenwood, but the tape is still there. The images are still there. That is Greenwood's voice. We know that's his voice threatening his girlfriend in a very serious manner. And this is a, a big. The, 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 ultimately, these decisions in professional football come down to money. If none of this had happened, Mason Greenwood, given the, the way his career was progressing, would now be worth seventy or eighty million sterling. In a year's time, given the way the market has moved so quickly in recent times, he'd probably be worth a hundred million. So United see him as a very valuable asset, and I think that has affected their thinking and affected it in a very bad way. I want to bring in Nolene Blackwell, Chief Executive of the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre, because there are people supporting Mason Greenwood's right to return to his employment at Manchester United on the basis that he has not been brought to court and he has not been found guilty of any crimes and therefore he should be allowed to resume his life. What do you say to that? Yeah, so so there's two things about that. One is that uh, that it's his behaviour that is in question. It is his behaviour, as outlined by Kieran there in the um, material that's up on social media and easily accessible to anyone. He is a celebrity. He is somebody who is looked up to by. He paid an awful lot of money, but he is also considered as somebody that kids adore. Uh, these football. They look up to them and his behaviour in uh, in the way he behaved in those messages um, uh, is such that really um, he has brought himself and he has brought his club and he has brought the sport of soccer into disrepute if he can just continue it on the basis that he's talented at football but in terms of his humanity, is that is that the kind of person that Manchester United wants? Is that the kind of value that Manchester United wants to see uh, for the people it employs? He is their employee. They do owe him a duty to do uh, to ensure that they have a proper investigation. But if if they find on that proper good investigation that he behaved in this way, they really have to say that they are totally governed by money. Um, And for those who defend him, it is true and it's important to remember that he wasn't uh, convicted, he wasn't even brought to trial on any charges. But this isn't about just whether he has a criminal conviction against him. It is his way of behaving to somebody it is his way of behaving in intimate circumstances with somebody that he he should uh, be treating with the utmost respect and that he is treating and that he did treat in a way that is entirely unacceptable. So I would say that, that there is a really strong um, worry 
if money overrides um, the concern for the victim that Manchester United say they have all the time and if they say that they are okay with being associated with that kind of behaviour um, and so you know they really their decision if if it is the case of the Athletic has uh, identified that uh, some of the key staff told is coming back it really does say um, a lot about their lack of recognition of the awful harm of uh, domestic violence, sexual violence, uh, the threats that can come with that, the harm that can happen out of that. Nolene, though, there is another factor which should be taken into consideration, and that's the fact that this girlfriend stayed with him afterwards, yes. then became pregnant, and she gave birth to their first child last month. Now, that she has forgiven him and that they've continued a relationship, would that not imply that he should be given the opportunity, if she's given him the opportunity, be given the opportunity by his employer to continue in his career? So... What what she does is a matter that she will have to think about, that she'll make her own decision about. It, it, is, it is absolutely par for the course uh, that those who have been victims of intimate violence will stay with the person who carries out that violence um, and that it can happen a number of times. We know that, the guards know it, all the research proves it as well. But which or whether, that is for them. I think there is something that Manchester United have to think about in terms of just uh, forgiving it in the same way for saying uh, that they are happy once he can kick a football, uh, that they really don't care about that aspect. And I was thinking about that and sort of going, what would, what could you do that could at least be in some way recognise the harm? And he is he's only still 21 or 22, I think, Matt, isn't he? He's very yeah. young. Um, his, his, uh, his, he has a child now he has uh, he has a whole lot of growing up still to do uh, and so, so do his colleagues in uh, Manchester United all those young talented celebrities who think that they can get away with anything and certainly they will think it if he's brought back in and in those cases I do think it would stand to uh, to the club if they were to put in place a sustained um awareness-raising program for all of their uh, young men and their young women to understand better what is and is not acceptable behaviour, what is and is not respect for another human being, and to understand that in the area of sort of their masculinity and their sense that they are all powerful and all talented, that they have to be really careful to um, to, to exercise uh, and to show okay. a respect. One final thing I want to ask you about, Kieran Cunningham. Manchester United has the option of cancelling his contract like his sponsors did and maybe taking a financial hit in doing so. He might end up going to another club or it could be that no other club will want to actually deal with him and that he becomes unemployable. But what if he does stay with Manchester United? Will there really be a boycott of Manchester United by some of its fans or will we just see the stadium every bit as full every week as it was before any of this happened? I think there might be, you, you might have some fans that won't go, but generally it will be business as usual, I think. You know, you do go back to 
No, there's been accusations made against other players at other uh, at other clubs before. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo w- was uh, accused of rape. He, he, no, it never went to court. The charges were dropped, but there were chants. When he returned to play for Manchester United, there were chants by opposing fans about uh, those allegations. So I think Mason Greenwood will be facing that. There is a female supporters group at United, and they've come out strongly against him returning. I think uh, there's a fair chance that they will boycott uh, United games. But overall, the market prevails and there is a lot of support among United fans who only see football and don't see beyond that. Thank you. Kieran Cunningham, Chief Sports Writer of the Irish Daily Star and Nolene Blackwell, Chief Executive of the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.